co-founder of Leonidas Audio Productions. Hi, I'm Joshua L. Belmonte, the other founder of Leonidas Audio Productions. And we're here to talk to you today about Anchor. Anchor is a wonderful tool for old podcasters and new podcasters alike. All you gotta do is gather up your files and Anchor does the rest. You can add your own intros, Anchor even has royalty-free music, and you can also edit your audio files on the fly. My favorite part is how they take your podcast and they distribute it a bunch of lot of major podcast platforms. Such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, Anchor does it. So why not join Anchor? Do it now. Come on, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Calm down. I'm just so pumped up about Anchor, baby. Well, I wish you'd get that pumped up for me. Anchor, do it it today. Give it a try. Don't call me that! What did he do to me? I didn't do anything. A bomb went off at Nino's funeral. People died. You're lucky you only lost your eye. My eye? That's why I can't see. I know who you are and what you do, Arthur Raggio. One day I'm going to bring you and your whole crime family down. But today I'm just asking, do you have any idea who could have done this? No clue at all, detective. Then I'll be seeing you around, Arthur. Enjoy the hospital food. It's not home cooking, but you wouldn't know what that's like anymore, seeing as Abigail left you. How about you go blow me, detective? But then again, you might pull down my hospital gown and do it right now. I can't wait to wipe that smug look off your face and arrest you. Join the club. Wait. What? Were there any deaths? A few soldiers. No one of note. Thanks. This is unacceptable, Captain Russo. You want me to not investigate this coordinated attack? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. We had six months of peace, Tom. Then it all comes to a screeching halt due to some nut job that bombs a funeral. And what if said nut job wants to strike again? Blame it on a faulty gas line. I don't want the crime stats to start rising again, Tom. We know which crime families are behind all these killings. Let me investigate this. And if I do, then what? Do you want to cause panic in this town? This town is already in a panic, Captain. It's you whose head is buried in the fucking sand. You should watch your language when you're addressing your captain. If you acted like one, I'd show more respect. All you've done in your administration is to curtail to the Pizzuti family and give them carte blanche over this town. Well, that's a hearty accusation to throw around, Tom. Do you have any proof? I... I don't. 
Then get back to work. Today you're riding with the new junior detective. Scarpa? <laughs> He's not ready to work this beat. Like I am. That's why he needs your guidance, Tom. Show him the ropes. Let him get his feet wet. So you want me to teach him how not to solve crimes and to be incompetent? Listen, Stone. I've had enough of your sass. If you weren't such a talented detective, I would have transferred your ass to some small town in Kansas. Now, if you're so ungrateful, I can always... I'll train the kid. Good. I was worried you'd continue the Sam Spade lone wolf baloney. Tell him to meet me in the car. Will do, Tom. And thanks for being such a team player, sport. Thanks for taking me under your wingstone. It means the world to me. Look, you seem like a good kid, but I'm going to be blunt with you. I don't do well with partners. It's probably because they don't stay out of your way. I'm fully committed to staying out of your way. And I want to help you solve the bombing case. Wait, you want to help solve the bombing case as well? Yeah, I figured. I wouldn't want some nut job who bombs the city to be on the loose. Fine. If you want to do some real police work, shadow me. We're going to solve this case. Be advised, we have reports of shots fired on Ella Lane. Again, we have shots fired on Ella Lane. This is Detective Stone, number 234. Hold me responding to the shots fired incident on L Lane. Copy, 234. Looks like our day got busier. I better call Kitty and tell her. I'm not making it to supper. I don't think you're making it to breakfast either. A sense of humor? You're already warming up to me. According to the witnesses on the scene, this kid was minding his own business when a car pulled up and started firing. Who's the deceased? Any eyewitness identify him? They don't want to talk, sir. I know who the deceased is. Do you? Yeah. I grew up on these streets, detective. That's Bruce Two-Shoes Glanton. He was a stick-up boy who recently was promoted to soldier in some crew. How do you know this? The streets talk, sir. And Two-Shoes? Did you like that nickname? You can ask him yourself. Do you know which crew he was attached to? Yeah, he was with some small fry crew down by Winston Place. They were led by someone named Big Nose Charlie Baker. Why are these nicknames? <laughs> he has a big nose. No one in his crew calls him that to his face. For a bunch of tough guys, they sure are sensitive. It's all part of a rough upbringing in a fatherless home. Are you a psychologist or a junior detective? I could dabble in both, sir. We're heading to Winston Place. Officer, can you stand by until the ambulance comes? Two, three, four to dispatch. Investigated the shots fired incident. There's one confirmed dead. He was identified as Bruce Glanton by junior detective Scarpa. We're heading to Winston Place to investigate a lead. Hey, when we reach Winston Place, let me do the talking. I knew some of the crew growing up. All right, we'll try it your way. Police, we have some questions for you. One of your crew members is dead. A kid by the name of Bruce Glanton. He's gunned down right by Ella Lane this morning. Come in, officer. Detective. Uh, right. Hey, Calvin, this is your new job now? I needed the money for rent, and I thought a badge would cut my rent in half. <laughs> so why don't you tell my partner what he wants to know? Uh, I don't know anything. I don't even know a Bruce. If you don't know him, why'd you let me in? Uh, well, 
I don't know Bruce, and I wanted to be clear from the jump. So explain to me, why did you discuss not knowing about a shooting before we stated why we're here? Um, listen, officer. Detective. Again, tell me why you knew about the shooting. I swore. I didn't. Charlie, you and I both know that you're withholding info from us. If you tell us what we want to know, the streets will think we're your parole officers. You can't tell this to anyone, okay? Not a soul. We used to roll with the Pizzuti family, distributing goods. Me and my crew were small fries, just mercenary muscle. What changed? One day, I got approached by some colored fella. He told me that we could move up and not be small fries anymore. They offered me equality, a chance to be an equal partner. Then what? And we were divided. Half of my crew was for it. The other half wanted to stay with the Pizzutis. You only have a crew of four. You were the tiebreaker, I'm guessing. <laughs> no. I didn't come to a decision. Bruce was a tiebreaker. Which side did you fall on? I was going to defect from the Pizzutis and join this new crew. What about the other crew? I don't know. But some of my crew may have told. Did the Pizzutis know that? I don't know. But two days ago, another one of my crew members disappeared. Two guns Renee. Which side did he vote for? Hmm. To stay loyal. To the Bazootis. Was the colored fella affiliated with Daniel Jacobs? Mm-mm. Nah. I don't fuck with that crew. They're a group of heavy hitters. I used to roll with them when I was a kid. Who is the other crew then, Charlie? Look, I don't know. The only one I know is some colored fella named James. <sighs> He's one mean-looking son of a bitch. You have any other questions? None for now. We will be back if there are any updates. Have a good day, sir. Something doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Something more is going on. We need to investigate both of these signs. Who are we investigating first? You hungry? Yeah. We're heading to Mario's Pizza. Best pizza place in Lawrence. Also a front for the Pizzutis. A pizza joint owned by the Italian Mafia. What's next? Olive oil is controlled by them too? Oh. Where were you two this morning? Me and Gustavo were working here, arguing about Taylor Ham. Where do you fall in this debate, detective? Come again? Well, me and Gustavo came from New Jersey, and it's either Taylor Ham or pork roll. Which one do you think sounds better? It's a pork roll! It's fucking Taylor Ham! It's a bread with pork, and it comes with a roll of pork! Hence the name Pork Roll! Taylor Ham is where it comes from! You can't call it pork roll if something comes from Taylor Ham! But you can't call it Taylor Ham if customers literally ask for a pork roll! It's a mess for Taylor Ham! It's pork roll! Taylor Ham! Enough! Wait, do you two ever stop? S sorry. Sorry, we're just passionate about food. What were you asking again? You know what? Forget it. And for the record, pork roll sounds better. Told you! Well, that was a waste of time. Do you think they did it? If they did, their confessions would be inadmissible in court. Why? They both are brainless. Do you know anything about the other crew? They're ghosts. All I know is that they operate on a different level than what we've dealt with. Do you know anyone in their crew? Yeah. I know someone in their crew. You think you can get him to flip? Probably not. They're like soldiers. It's like they're being driven by ideology instead of money. I've never seen something like this. 
So who's your guy? Mickey O'Neill. Me and him did things when we were kids. We used to be close until we had a falling out. Well, do you know where he would be? He's at home. Lead the way. Is there anything I can get you, detectives? Water? Maybe I can fry up a steak for y'all? No, that'll be fine. You know what? I'll take you up on that steak. My wife makes the best corned beef in the whole city. But I, I make the best fucking steak in all the city. All you need is salt. I'm not here for cooking recipes. It's a damn shame, then. You would have taken a trip to Flavortown. Please tell me you didn't just say that. Your taste buds will thank me one day, pal. Calvin, let me know how the steak tastes. God damn, Mickey. You really outdid yourself. First of all, I'm not here for dinner. I'm here to discuss a homicide. By all means, ask away. Where were you this morning, Mick? I was with my wife. She's due in four months, so I answered to her beck and call. Do the names Charlie Baker and Bruce Glanton ring a bell? Oh, I have no idea who those two are, unfortunately. Cut the polite act with us, Mick. I know you and your crew are behind this. You got me all wrong. I'm just a humble businessman. You used to sell shoes. Then out of nowhere, you're a proud business owner. There might be a lot of things, but stupid isn't one of them, Mick. Yeah, and what proof do you have of any of these wrongdoings do you accuse me off of? Do you have a warrant? Do you have any proof besides your accusations? Because if accusations were, like, dollars, I'd be a billionaire. Cut the smug act and tell me what I want to know. If I had anything to do with the shooting, if that's what you're asking me, you're sorely mistaken, and I would need to contact my lawyer. Tom, we have no evidence, and we can't tie him to the case. Let's just go. This isn't over yet. Enjoy the steak, detective. And I hope Kitty gets home. What did you say, Mick? That's the Calvin I remember. I'm just busting your balls. <coughs> Let's go, Calvin. He's not worth it. Does it get easier from here, boss? Hmm. Easier? In what way? It's hard to leave my past behind. I've got a lot of ties to the community, to the people, you know? Yeah, I can see that, Scarpa. But you have to realize, once you put on that badge, your civilian life and whatever friends you had before, it all changes. Now either you have to accept that, or you can turn in your badge. You're not going to get rid of me that easy, boss. Well, out of any of the partners I've had, you're definitely the most tolerable. You know what? I'll take that as praise. See you tomorrow, boss. I'll see you later, Scarpa. We start fresh tomorrow morning. Tom, we need to talk. What's going on, Sarge? I've had a long day. Can it wait? No. No, champ. Listen... I know that Captain Russo has been giving you hell, but your clearance rate for this quarter has been atrocious. Upper brass, they're suggesting to me that we shift you out, and... No, we're not shifting me anywhere. I'm going to solve cases, Sarge. All right, come on, give me something. How's the Glanton homicide case going? Me and Scarpa made progress today. I think we might have a lead if we push Broker a little bit more. That's what I want to hear. See, we're going to discuss this more in a few weeks, but no... You might be on borrowed time in this department. Although, if you don't hear from me in a few weeks, that's usually a good sign. 
Is that clear? Clear, sir. Good. Have a good night, Tom. You're under arrest. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'll find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of hey, who is it? Just long enough to enjoy uh huh. And because oh, they know what a pleasure it's you. it is to smoke a mild, okay. good Okay, I'm gonna let you in. <coughs> what are you doing? Shouldn't have voted against the family, Charlie. You had a good thing going here. And you let that slip. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than... Merchant of Death, Episode 10, starring Aubrey Poppleton as Arthur Raggio, Joe Cliff Thomas as Tom Stone, Tyler Christensen as Calvin Scarpa, guest starring Enrique Garnica as Captain Russo, Elric Atchison as Mickey O'Neill, Justin Harris as the police dispatcher desk cop, Dominic Desmaris as Frito, Paul Stufkowski as Gustavo, with Mark Lee as Charlie Baker, and Joshua L. Belmonte as Sergeant Malloy. We hope you loved tonight's episode, and please tune in next time. Thank you and good night.